the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There were no injuries. Yes, as hard as that may be to believe, hundreds of people showed up downtown today with guns and nobody got shot. And they were not just guns that they were carrying. They were what has been called, rightly or wrongly, assault weapons. And they were all right out there in the open for everybody to see. They were carrying them openly. It was called the Open Carry Rally. And it was at noon and just outside the city-county building at the Portico, they call it. Uh, The city wants to restrict the kinds of guns that will be allowed to be carried in the city with the idea that that's going to make things safer. Um, Usually it doesn't. But anyway, here's the message that the protesters had for the mayor and city council. Do you get the idea that they're not going to comply? Because that's, that's kind of what they were saying there. Uh, the protesters or ralliers, if you want to call them that, uh, they, they do have something on their sides called the Pennsylvania Constitution, which uh, says that uh, uh, citizens of the state, their gun rights shall not be infringed, not infringed, not questioned. Infringed is the Second Amendment. Theirs is questioned. And uh, and it also says that cities cannot make laws to um, uh, about guns that override state laws. So that's what the Constitution says. Anyway, they plan to take advantage of that uh, advantage that they have with the Constitution if the city does try to ignore it. And after the break, we'll talk to one of the speakers at the rally. He also happens to be a state rep from up in Elwood City. And uh, we'll get a scouting report from him on what happened there today. Uh, and he was also, as I said, a speaker. We'll, we'll find out what happened there and where we go from here, what's going to be next, what we should expect with that. That's going to be an ongoing thing. Meanwhile, Mike Tomlin is still the Steelers' head coach. He will be unless he decides to resign. He's not going to be fired. Um, I wrote a column today at triblive.com where I said basically what I said here on the show last week. Uh, that the time has come for him to go, but that doesn't mean he should be fired. There are lots of openings out there, I think eight now, for head coaches, and he should try to fill one of them. Uh, He'd probably have a choice if if he uh, made himself available. He'd have a choice of a couple of jobs at least. And uh, it's hard to imagine things getting better for the Steelers before they get worse. So, you know, sometimes it's it's just uh, time to move on. So when we come back, we're going to talk about surviving... The gun rally in Pittsburgh and lots of stupidity after that. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990- 6976. Have you ever seen a pest controller spraying chemicals in your home? It makes you wonder, if their chemicals are safe, then why do they suit up and wear respirators only to leave you to walk back in unprotected? G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, and I'm here to tell you there's a better way. In an age where we now have the choice to drive electric cars, you too can electronically rid your home or business of unwanted rodents and pests. The answer is Plug-In Pest Free. 100% chemical-free, Plug-In Pest Free is your safest bet for your family and pets. Our bestseller, the Plug-In Pest Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. 
So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code RADIO20 for 20% off plus free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Go pestfree.com today. Patriot Mobile wants to know, what's your New Year's resolution? Why not find a better fit for your values? Big Mobile funds the left and donates to causes like Planned Parenthood and gun control. Patriot Mobile does just the opposite. They donate to conservative causes every time you pay your bill. Wouldn't you rather fund pro-life, religious freedom, and Second Amendment rights with every call you make? It's easy to switch to Patriot Mobile. Most people save money and Know that their hard-earned dollars are working to make America great again. Bring your own phone, keep your phone number, buy a new phone, whatever it takes, now is the time. Make a New Year's resolution to stop spending money at companies that contradict your values. Visit them online at PatriotMobile.com slash Hugh to get your activation fee waived or mention Hugh when you call 1-800-APATRIOT. Make a New Year's resolution. Join the revolution. Switch to Patriot Mobile today. The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30, here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. So, apparently there were no gun battles in downtown Pittsburgh today, despite the fact that lots of people showed up with guns and they made no effort to hide them. Uh, some of them were what have become known, whether it's right or wrong, they've become known as assault weapons. It was a rally to protest the city's attempt to ignore the Constitution and make it illegal to bring those guns into Pittsburgh. State Representative Aaron Bernstein from Elwood City was one of the speakers. He's also on the board of directors of Firearm Owners Against Crime, and he joins us now. Thanks for being here, uh, and I really appreciate you stopping in, Aaron. Well, thanks so much, John. I appreciate you having uh, having me on. So any estimates on the size of the crowd, and, and was it what you expected, less, more? Yeah, I think it was probably around, and by the way, I'm not that great at judging how many people were in yeah. the room, but, uh, you know, if I were to guess, I'd say five to 600 people. Wow. It was packed. It was great. And, uh, you know, remember, it was noon on a Monday, and these people had to take off work. So, you know, the folks that are out there, I can't thank them enough for taking time out of their busy days, their work, taking time off for coming out and doing this, because it's important. So can I just kind of describe the scene for me? Um, you know, where uh, were people walking around with uh, brandishing firearms? Yeah, so, you know, exercising their right to open carry. Yeah. And and, and by the way, I think people have the right to do that. I, I personally don't. I don't like it, um, you know, personally, right? I think people right. have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't do that because, you know, I have a concealed carry license, and, and I believe the element of surprise is that important. Um, you know, should something occur, but, um, you know, exercising that right, I think is critical. And, uh, and, and we have that right. And I think the biggest thing that's important is this, uh, the, the mayor, the district attorney and city council are breaking the law by passing the things that they're trying to pass. And, and it's uh, unacceptable and they ought to be held accountable for their behaviors. And the mayor's not a stupid guy, and I don't think uh, they do a lot of stupid things. But the but their the city council members are not stupid people, and the the DA I'm pretty sure would have to be an attorney. Um, so how would he not know that this is a waste of time to go directly against what the Constitution says? Well, here's what I think is transpiring. Whenever I look at the political environment that we're in, I think it is I'm going to do what I want and then I'm going to ask for forgiveness later. 
And um, by the way, they never ask for true forgiveness, but they just say, well, then that law should be changed, right? Um, that is what I've seen happen. Uh, I don't like when Republicans do it. I don't like when Democrats do it. I think it's wrong, and I think it's against the Constitution. And no matter what those things are, whether they're things on um, the Second Amendment or whether they're other things, I think it's inappropriate. And, you know, we have laws in place for a reason. And if you don't like those laws, then you need to elect other people that will go in and change those laws. Uh, that's the way that, that we operate in the United States of America. And, um, I mean, how is it any different from just deciding that there's going to be certain kinds of speech that we're not going to allow? Uh, because we think, you know, certain speech offends us, so we're not going to allow that in the city. Yeah, I, I don't think there is a difference at the end of the day. Um, there really isn't. And, you know, the, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the, you know, you can go straight on through. I, I mean, take this even a different level, okay? Um, say that we say, well, hey, um, you know, we're going to disregard amendments where people of color can vote in certain areas or where women can vote in certain areas, or they want to pass a law that says men can't vote in certain areas. I think it's dangerous, and I think it's a dangerous precedent to send. To, to send. And here's the thing. If they want to do that and waste taxpayer money for the city of Pittsburgh, without a doubt, we'll sue them. Uh, without a, you know, I'll be happy to be in that lawsuit. I'm sure I will be. And we will ensure that people in the city of Pittsburgh and folks visiting the city of Pittsburgh have their rights maintained. And you're a state rep, uh, and we're talking to state rep uh, Aaron Bernstein. What's, uh, what are they thinking about this up in Harrisburg? Well, very simply, we don't need to do anything in Harrisburg as it relates to this issue. Uh, this issue, you know, I, I refer people to two things. Number one, Article One, Section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution. The right of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves in the state shall not be questioned. And then we talk about the another you know the other component of Pennsylvania law that very clearly states that no county municipality or township can regulate lawful ownership and it goes on and on right um, possession transfer those types of things the firearms that are not prohibited by the laws of the Commonwealth so he, the mayor council and the district attorney are breaking the law they know they're doing it. And it's unacceptable. Are they planning on breaking the law, or have they already broken it? I think they're planning on breaking the law in, in what they're attempting to pass and what they're attempting to do. And so what would that process be? So very simply, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that they would insti try to institute that, and I'm sure they would try to institute that in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm sure that someone would get in, you know, get in trouble or arrested or whatever. And by the way, here's another issue. I don't know many cops that would actually enforce that, okay? Mm -hmm. I have several friends that are police officers, and they've, they've kind of said, we're not enforcing these types of things. Um, but that being said, uh, when it is enforced and when it is attempted to be enforced, um, that individual would be found not guilty. But also, as soon as that those ordinances would pass and be implemented, at that point we would sue uh, saying that it, is, that it is against Pennsylvania law and statute. And it could go all the way to the Supreme Court, but I would anticipate um, that, you know, a lower court would absolutely look at this and, and strike this down. It is that clear cut. Yeah. There is really, I mean, there, there's no there's no give on this. Um, it is that clear cut on what Pennsylvania statute says. And so uh, I guess what I'm getting at here is I'm not that familiar with how, how laws are passed you know, by city council. Does one city council person um, draw up legislation and say that this is the law and this is, what, uh, this, is, this is the law that we've drawn up and this is how it's going to work, and then it's presented to the mayor and he signs off on it? And does yeah, city I, I council votes on it know, first? That, yeah, yeah, I believe that they, they would have to vote on that. You're right. Um, and then I think the mayor, don't hold me to this because, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm a little unfamiliar with, um, you know, second-class cities yeah. uh, in, in the way that the things are uh, that are passed. But I believe the mayor can veto it. He obviously wouldn't in this situation. Um, you know, but it would be it would be passed, and, and the mayor then would be responsible to implement that. And it's not – and so if tomorrow they – I made the announcement that we've just passed this law, um, it would have to be tested – You'd have to go into the city with one of those guns and be arrested, and then and then um, someone file a lawsuit or someone defend you in court and say that this is 
unconstitutional, and how long is that pro- would that process take? Yeah, I think two things. One, that that may happen, but also as soon as that would would occur, uh, we would, you know, folks would sue the city of Pittsburgh and and say that this that this is an unlawful ordinance. Technically, an ordinance, not a law. Um, it would be an unlawful ordinance that is passed. And and but how long does that process? I guess what I'm trying to get at here is how yeah. long could that law theoretically, at least, be in place before it's just thrown out? Well, I would guess, and I'm not an attorney, but I would guess that we would that, that folks that are suing would request an immediate uh, injunction to stop that or or put that ordinance on hold. Um, and typically, courts do things like that, um, and then you know it would go through the court proceedings. Are um, and there were protesters there against you guys in town today, weren't there? Yeah, you know I didn't see many of them. Um, by the time I by the time I walked across the street, I had to leave a little early because I had another commitment. Um, but I tell you, I, I I saw very very few. Um, there were a couple people out. You know, there's maybe a group of fifteen or twenty. Um, but, geez, that, that was all I saw. I'm not saying they weren't there earlier, but from where I was standing, I, I didn't see any of them. Were they cowering in fear of the guns? Well, it was interesting. There was a woman that walked up and uh, had a sign that said something along the lines, please protect, or protect our children from your guns. And I found it interesting that she was walking around 500 people that, you know, maybe 250 or 300 of them had firearms on them. Uh, she didn't seem to be too scared about that, so that was interesting to me. And um, you know, here's what I know: I know that that I'm trained, um, and I know that I know how to use a firearm. My spouse knows how to use a firearm. Uh, people in my home know how to use a firearm. My my brother-in-law knows how to use a firearm. Who, who lives here with us? And, and very simply, is this: law-abiding citizens should be protected. And I'm a firm believer that if somebody intends to do um, you or your family cause you death or serious bodily harm, that you have a right to defend yourself. And what I know is this, that the gun grabbers that are out there, not only here in Pennsylvania, but also across this country, they are not, I don't know if they're not thinking, but the bad folks aren't going to just turn these things over. Um, nearly every massacre that we've had has been in a gun-free zone. You know, these are situations where uh, people are, they're sitting ducks, and and we need to do everything we can do to ensure that people have the right to defend themselves. We're talking uh, to uh, Aaron Bernstein. He's on the board of directors of Firearm Owners Against Crime. He's also a state rep from up in uh, Elwood City. What district is that? Uh, 10th Legislative District. We're in Beaver, Butler, and Lawrence County. And for folks online, you can find us on Facebook. It's uh, Aaron Bernstein. That's B-E-R-N-S-T-I-N-E for state representative or PA state representative Aaron Bernstein. Now, I have to ask you this, uh, Aaron, because, um, you know, you're, you're a politician now and you're a, you're, an, you're a state rep and you're an elected official. And you also have a passion for this subject that we're talking about today. And you showed up at this rally and you spoke and you say things publicly and do things publicly and you have to um, – Everything that you do in your job as a state rep is a, is done publicly, whether you know when you vote yes or no, or when you propose legislation or whatever. But I'm just wondering, you know, I know how you stand on this based on what you've just told me here, and, it's, and that you were at the rally, and I know that you're completely in disagreement with the mayor of the city and the, and the people on city council. But what do you guys, you you people, it'd be women and obviously too, what do you? When when you get in, in a bar or if you're at somebody's house and you're two politicians and you're on differing sides of this, how heated does the discussion become? And, and what, what do the people who think they have a chance to make this work say to you? Yeah, you know, here's an interesting part. And uh, this is something that a lot of the media doesn't like to portray. But at the end of the day, there is a lot more collegiality in the House of Representatives. And I don't know about the Senate or anywhere else, Okay. Um, at least in Harrisburg, uh, on trying to work through issues. Now, the gun control issue and Second Amendment issues are obviously hot-button issues. I've only been there for two years and, and a month, I guess. I got elected in 2016 and was just re-elected here in 2018. But um, here's what I found is very interesting. A lot of these folks that are from Philadelphia and from Pittsburgh are the same people that carry. 
Okay, they have their concealed carry license. I'm not going to tell you names, obviously, because I don't want to. Um, you know, I don't think that's appropriate to put them and their families. No, wait a minute, Aaron. Uh, uh, just let me stop you there. You're saying that these are people who are in favor of what the mayor is proposing, but they carry themselves. Absolutely, absolutely, oh. absolutely happens. Um, you know, I, I make a, a constant joke. The biggest folks that are calling for gun control are the politicians in Philadelphia. And I think the politicians in Philadelphia have the highest rate, probably, uh, of, of members in the House of Representatives that carry. And I know this because I know them, right? Um, I think it's hypocritical in some ways. Uh, yeah, in I was going to say of, that. That was the word I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, a lot of ways. And, and here's the thing. Um, you know, my experience is people in politics, when they're in there too long, by the way, why I'm such a big believer in term limits, when they're in there so long, is they lose touch with what the normal folk has to deal with. You know, I term limited myself to a maximum of eight years in the house. And, uh, and I think everybody ought to do that because you shouldn't lose touch with that. Politicians are making laws for other people and they don't believe those same laws apply to themselves. I think it's wrong and it's a shame for our democracy. But do they think genuinely think that it would make anybody any safer? Or is it just a political stance they're taking because they know that in order to get the votes they want to get, they have to take that stance? You know, in Harrisburg, they use the word tough vote, and and I hate that term. I've never taken a tough vote in my life. Um, That typically means something that you're going to have to go back and explain to your constituents, Mm -hmm. okay? And uh, that some people may disagree with. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, uh, I... I wish other folks in Harrisburg and in Washington, D.C. thought like this. I got elected to do a job. I didn't get elected to get reelected. And and we need more folks in there that are elected to do a job rather than being elected to get reelected. Uh, when we start to elect people like that, I believe that's when we're going to see more of our freedoms, uh, less of our freedoms taken away and more of our freedoms and liberties given back to us because they know that, that, that politicians will have to leave and go back and live the life just like a regular citizen and, and what I'll be doing here in a couple of years. You say you were elected to do a job. What's the job you think you were elected to do? Yeah, I look at the job of, of state representative in a couple ways. Obviously, number one is uh, the, you know, I think it's critically important that you pass laws and, and focus on those things that are important for the Commonwealth. That's what the Constitution says our role is. The second thing is... Um, it is important that we have good constituent service and help people that need things done uh, in the district. And the third, I think, is being an advocate for people in your district, whether that's helping to recruit companies for jobs or standing up for them against an oppression uh, that existed in the city of Pittsburgh. Now, the, the the mayor in Pittsburgh and his council have tried to do some things, and people have said, well, hey, the city of Pittsburgh isn't yours. Why are you so worried about it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's not that worried about it in the city of pittsburgh but i am worried about it in other municipalities there might be in my 10th legislative district and uh, i'm not going to stand by and let those things happen not not under my watch well you you uh, are from elwood city could elwood city try to do the same thing well they could yeah absolutely i mean a- any municipality could do those same things now i'd tell you culturally uh probably wouldn't fly real well there mm-hmm. right that's for sure right um but, but, you know, without a doubt, uh, a council could come, come in and do that, and, and a mayor could try to implement that policy. Um, but what I think is important is that they would understand that no matter if they pass that or not, it is unlawful through the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, you know, people may not like this, and this doesn't sound that great, but at the end of the day, uh, the way that our Commonwealth is set up, is that municipalities get their power and control from the state government. Hey, hey, Aaron, I'm up against a hard break, and I'm done. I got 15 seconds. Thank you very much for being here, and uh, I'm glad your rally was a success today. Thanks. Thank you, my friend, and thank you for what you do. God bless. All right, that's Aaron Bernstein, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
The White House is reviewing whether President Trump can legally declare a national emergency to secure funding for a border wall. Vice President Pence says the White House Counsel's Office is evaluating the issue and that no decision has been made about a national emergency declaration. However, the Trump administration is repeatedly referring to the border situation as a humanitarian and national security crisis. Pence tells reporters that Democrats refuse to negotiate on the border funding issue, and he also says tax refunds will be issued as planned, despite the partial government shutdown. Greg Clugston, the White House. President Trump will also address the nation on the border crisis tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Wall Street, the Dow by 98 points to 23,531. The Nasdaq rose 84. The S&P advanced 17. Oil up 56 cents to 48.52 a barrel. This is SRN News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551, 800-607-3551, or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Joe Walsh has started the new year on fire. Maybe it would be a hell of a lot easier if I just gracefully eased into this new year, but I ain't going to do that. This is put up or shut up time when it comes to this wall. Either this country is going to get serious about defending our borders or we're not, and it's coming down to now. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. The takeaway from the Lincoln Institute's latest Keystone Business Climate Survey is clear. Pennsylvania's economic policies should follow recent federal changes that cut taxes and reduce onerous regulations. It's time for Pennsylvania to learn these lessons and to act on them. Learn more about this topic and others at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Now in its 24th year of challenging conventional public policy wisdom, that's neither conventional nor wise. The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution. Solution firm, A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over a half billion dollars for their clients. Optimum Tax, they helped me, they calmed me down, they made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful for. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, a lot better life. It was because of Optimum Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go to law. Give Optimum Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-748-5713. 800-748-5713. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy & Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Very busy on the Parkway East outbound. You're going to see delays from 791 and out to Murraysville. Also on the inbound side from County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Also looking busy outbound Parkway East Bait Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also looking slow on the inbound side of Crosstown Boulevard as you come from 28. And outbound 28, you're slow. Chestnut Street to the 40th Street Bridge, Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
Cloudy with intermittent rain tonight. A gusty southerly breeze will cause temperatures to rise toward 50. Clouds and breaks the sun tomorrow. Breezy and mild with the high 54. Locally gusty shower or even thunderstorm in the afternoon can cause small hail. Brisk and colder tomorrow night. Cloudy with rain showers turning to snow showers. Low near 30. Flurries with temperatures falling to the mid-20s Wednesday. Gusty wind makes it feel even cold. I'm meteorologist Frank Strait on AM 1250, The Answer. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, uh, Christmas break is over at most colleges, I guess. They're beginning to uh, get to the point where they're going to be back in class here soon. Um, and so we here at this um, on this radio show, we like to look at the stupidity that's rampant on college campuses these days and um the stupidity is there are different things about which the stupidity um occurs but gender seems to be the big one right now uh the university of california at san francisco usc ucsf university of california san francisco now you know i went to college a long time ago and I'm trying to imagine, like, walking around on campus or going to a, God forbid, a fraternity party, if you could even have something called that anymore. But, uh, you know, going somewhere, uh, call it a function, a party, something. And, you know, I, I have a philosophy about name tags, you know, the ones you put on your, your chest, if you know, if you go to a function. If it requires a name tag, I don't want to be there, okay? But that... That's okay. That's the different. That's a different issue. That uh, that's another subject uh, we could talk about some other time. But uh, so, just stickers to me in general are, are a turnoff. But the UCSF is offering gender pronoun stickers to it says here help faculty and students determine the preferred gender pronouns for people they've just met. The university says the stickers will help those who are, quote-unquote, not sure of another's preferred gender pronoun. As a university that recognizes and appreciates diversity, UCSF strives to create an inclusive environment for all our community members. Uh, That's what UCSF states on its lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender resource center webpage. That they actually have one of those, but it's important to offer opportunities for all members to share their gender pronouns in settings where they are asked to introduce themselves. Uh, whether you are working with a colleague, peer, or patient, we want to allow for everyone to specifically indicate their pronouns so each individual feels safe navigating UCSF. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're feeling safe. So, you know, I, I'm not going to try to putting myself in the place of someone who has a a gender issue and doesn't uh, i don't know identifies as something i'm not aware of or i don't i obviously don't have a a a grasp on any of that and don't want to but um but does someone on a college campus walk you know you like look out your peek out your door and just to see if it's safe to go out because somebody out there might say he to you or she is that what you do i mean i I don't know what, like, they say this, and it makes you, it's all about being compassionate and showing how compassionate you are. But we want to allow for everyone to specifically indicate their pronouns so each individual feels safe. Safe is the word they have here. Navigating UCSF. So, are, have, if you've, if you determined that you have a, a gender issue that requires a sticker, uh, and, and, Whatever it is that caused you to decide that you think you need a sticker, that you're, you're that confused about your gender, uh, and, and it gets to the point where you're wondering whether you're going to be safe if someone dare suggest, or not suggest, but call you he, she, when you're not really one of those, or you don't think you are, because you are either one of those, uh, whether you know it or not, but that, you know, you may, I, I get that there are people out there who don't understand that. But the but there's there's other pronouns like nay, I think uh, ve v I don't know how you pronounce it it's n e v e and e y they're gender neutral pronouns, uh, and it says here that these stickers aim to reduce instances of misgendering and to make it easier for you to know which pronouns to use for someone you just met, especially if you are not sure about the correct gender pronouns. So here, again, I, I I'm a little confused if if it's gotten to the point 
that there are that there are so many genders and that it's so confusing that 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 you you don't you you can't be sure which gender someone is not based on their their dress not mean dress their clothing uh, you know their hair their makeup whatever it is it, what it, you can't but you can't determine it based on that um so you you have to you're, you're not sure what to call somebody um this is what's happening on a college campus there's people walking around like this you know they're 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 worrying about this who who introduced this who is is this something is this a product of of the college campus these stickers aim to reduce instances of misgendering and to make it easier for you to know which pronouns to use for someone you just met. Whatever happened to just not worrying about which pronoun you use? I mean, I know this is uh, this sounds so um, Neanderthal, archaic, whatever word you want to use, to, to even wonder about it and, and question why someone would have this issue. But if, if it's gotten to the point where you need to s- a sticker... In order to feel safe, or the sticker needs to be on someone so that the person observing that someone doesn't misgender them. Maybe it's all gotten a little bit more confusing than it's worth, and it's you know, <laughs> at some point you say, you know, maybe this has gone a little too far. Um, we're, we're, we've got stickers now. I, I don't know. They think maybe this has gotten a little bit more complicated than it should be. Kennesaw State University LGBT Resource Center has issued a pamphlet of gender-neutral pronouns. That's uh, that's at Kennesaw State. Uh, UC Davis, and this is now UC Davis is this. Pretty soon they're going to run out of letters because it's now LGBTQIA Resource Center. And I'm just going to throw an, I'm going to throw an R in there. LGBTQI it doesn't mean anything, but I'm just going to throw it in there just to confuse people. So I'm going to start an LGBTQIAR. Anyway, it has produced a resource informing students of eight different, eight different gender gender neutral. So that's not only gender neutral, which means it's not either he, she, him, her, but there are now eight different. They they came up with a gender neutral pronoun. Okay, let's talk about that for a while. And then somebody said, well, you know. This gender-neutral pronoun thing—it doesn't quite fit what I'm thinking about here. So, could we? You know, I want to. I want a different one. So, they've had that discussion long enough that they're up to eight. Okay, eight different gender-neutral pronouns. And then over at Bryn Mawr College, which I believe, which I believe is all women, or all, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to call them. They're not. It's it's women. Uh, it used to be a women's college. Uh, they've offered a pamphlet listing it. It. It, the word it, is a pronoun now. Now, I'm looking here at the Kennesaw, uh, um, uh, it's a a chart here of gender-neutral pronouns. The pronoun he, and then this is a chart, Uh, it's too bad it's radio so you can't see this. Um, You're supposed to use Z, the letter Z-E slash H-I-R. And for a normative subject, you would say Z laughed. You did, so if this human, which I, I don't know who it would be, that is a, a, a Z, a Z as in Z E or an H I R, but if you were going to say that that person laughed, it would be Z laughed. And if it was an object, the object of the you know uh, uh, the, the verb, I called her H I R. Why H he E R? Uh, that's different. I don't know. It's a combination of him and her. Uh, he and her. I don't know. Uh, a possessive determiner. Would you like to know what that is? That would be her eyes gleam. H I R. And a possessive pronoun. That is hers. H I R S. And <laughs> this this is this is reflexive. I can't even read this. Uh, this says Z. This is reflexive. Zay or Z? Aaron, help me out here. Zay or Z? Okay, she doesn't want to even know about it. Z-E. I'll I'll go with Z. I don't know. I guess Z. Z likes herself. So it's Z-E likes, L-I-K-E-S, herself. H-I-R-S-E-L-F. Now, (laughs) there's also a pronoun X-E. Are you following all this, Aaron? Because I'm going to give you a quiz when we're finished here. Z, I guess what, X-E, how would you pronounce X-E? 
Is it like Xavier? So it would be Z? Okay. Z laughed would be the normative subject. <laughs> the, the, the objective would be I called Zem, X-E-M. So, and then they have here the possessive determiner. So you know how it was uh, her eyes gleam was H-I-R, eyes gleam, you know, E-Y-E-S, gleam. Um, for If you're a Z, and I don't know what X-E stands for, but if you're a Z, it's Z laughed, X-E, not Z-E, because that's something else. Um, X-E laughed, I called X-E-M, X-E-M. How do you pronounce that? X-M? Um, now, here's the pos- <laughs> this is the possessive determiner. This is at a college campus, okay? This is what it says, a possessive determiner. X-Y-R, eyes gleam. You know how I said her eyes gleam, H-I-R-E-Y-E-S, eyes, like, you know, eyes gleam? Well, if you're an XE, again, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's you know, you're you're the top. You're talking about that person's eyes gleaming, X Y R eyes gleam. So that's we're not done here yet because the possessive pronoun for XE is like. Remember, I told you that if it's uh, if you're a Z slash H, if you're a Z E slash H I R, it's her eyes gleam, H I R eyes gleam, and the possessive would be that is hers, H I R S. If you are an X E and you want to talk about a possessive pronoun, it's that is X Y R S. First of all, you shouldn't. There should be a law against even being able to spell a word with X Y R as the first three letters. But X Y R S, that's the possessive, and the. Re- <laughs> <laughs> the reflexive is the one that really makes me laugh here. The reflexive is XE likes, you know, the word likes, L I K E S, Xemself, X E M S E L F. So, and now keep in mind, this is happening on a college campus. There's this, they have this chart, it's there. And and it, and and it says on the chart here. How do I know which pronouns to use if the person you're referring to is a stranger or brief acquaintance, acquaintance like a server, cashier, fellow bus patron, etc.? You may not need to know if the person is a classmate, student, or coworker. For example, it is best to ask. Uh, try what pronouns do you use? And uh, so you're working with somebody in the cafeteria, you know, and you're 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 dumping soup into a bowl, and you say, oh, by the way. Uh, what pro- I, I forgot to ask you, what pronoun do you use? And they say, uh, Xe, Xe, I'm an Xe. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Um, so, okay, that, this is my, this is my station over here. That is Xers, XY, <laughs> XYRS. This is happening on a college campus, and this is just the, be- I mean, this is just one fraction of the stupidity. This is what's going on on college campuses. I I, my, I don't know what my favorite is, but I'm looking at I'm looking at this now, and I'm thinking Z X E likes himself. That's what you're supposed to say. How does uh, Z feel about himself? Oh, I, I, I mean, no, I'm sorry. How does Z feel about himself? Himself, and the answer is, oh, Z likes himself. <laughs> This is this is a college campus, you know. They could be studying like physics. The Kennesaw State University LGBT Resource Center recently produced a new pamphlet that adds N E. I don't know how to pronounce these N E V E E Y Z E and X E to the list of gender neutral pronouns. So again, these are. There's not just maybe they could have come up with one gender neutral pronoun. Let's just go with an easy one like N E. Okay. You know, and we'll, we'll buy that. But that wasn't confusing enough. They had to come up with eight of them. Eight. <laughs> eight. Um, gen- that's just the gender neutral pronouns. Um, so refer to a student who identifies as V, V-E. This is, I'm reading from the pamphlet. Now this, what the pamphlet says. To refer to a student who identifies as V-E. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. The pamphlet explains that one would say Viz eyes gleam, V I S eyes gleam, or I called ver V E R. There are people walking around on college campuses who take this serious. They do this with a straight face. Monty Python couldn't have come up with something better than this. He couldn't. If uh, the, the group, I mean, that if they wanted to come up with something 
uh, this stupid. They they could not have imagined it, and it's on a it's on college campuses everywhere. Vizize gleams. Vizize gleam, or I called ver ver v e r. There, I, I just it's beyond belief. We'll be right back. for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. The original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It helps boost student engagement and achievement across all academic subjects and helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music has always been a huge part of my life. When I started taking clarinet lessons in sixth grade band, a whole world was open to me. I learned how to read music and play multiple instruments. From there, I sang in choir and learned about melodies and harmonies and chords and how to string them together to make this beautiful thing called music. The music education that I received as a student set me up for success as an adult, not just in my career, but in my life. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it's never silenced. Learn how you can help support music education at itstartswithme.org. Imagine your business being on the first page of a search engine like Google or at the top. What could that do for your bottom line? The answer is at Salem Surround, digital marketing that surrounds your potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. When they're on their computer, mobile phone, or tablet, your ad is there. When they attend a sporting event, conference, or concert, you're in front of them on their mobile device. When they walk into your competitor's store, your message entices them to visit you as well. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. I'm sorry, but I, I just can't get enough of this. Um, I'm thinking about it now. I was talking to Aaron Byrne, our producer, uh, in between uh, during the break, and I, I said, you know, if, if if there's like how many how many students they have at Ohio State fifty thousand, how many how many people on campus actually? And I'm so, I'm sure they have something like this at Ohio State. I just picked Ohio State because I know it says a lot of students. But 
how many people on a campus of 40, 50,000 kids would actually be this ridiculous to, to, to go through all this? Exam and so I go to Bryn Mawr College. I'm pretty sure that's a we used to be an all women's college. Now they've got, I, I found some more. Are you ready for some more? How about this? The Bryn Mawr College Inclusion Center, you got to have one of those, recently produced a new pamphlet that adds CO, CO, KIT, SIE, IT, and EY to the list of gender neutral pronouns. So I guess that gets us up to 12. <laughs> and here's here's what I like about it. It has a it has a chart just like the other one, and it shows you the nominative subject. She would be she knows, he would be he knows. If you are um, a Zay or a Zie, it would be Zay knows. But they have V, which is V knows. But a kit, I, I don't know what kit is. I'm gonna have to look that up. But <laughs> if, if you say kit, it's kit knows, like you know she knows or he knows. I ask kit would be the object. Kit's lantern glows. That's Kit's, as in Kit with a. There's no apostrophe. That offends me. Uh, that is, uh, if you're going to say possessive pronoun, oh, that is Kit's. And this is my favorite. I like the reflexives are always the best. Are you ready for the reflexive for Kit? Now, the reflexive for she is she likes herself. The reflexive for he is he likes himself. The <laughs> the ref, the reflexive for Kit is Kit likes Kitself. <laughs> Oh, there's somebody on the. I see. I'm begging you. I wish we had time. I, I someday. I want someone to call me uh, tomorrow. Four one eight four four three zero two twelve fifty. Someone who refers to themselves as Kit. I don't know what that is. Please, I'm begging you. Call me or find if you know someone. There can't be in the United States of America eight people who refer to themselves or, or someone else as Kit instead of he or she. There can't be. There just can't be. And the whole country is supposed to just wallow in this stupidity. Kit likes Kit self. That's kind of like V-E, uh, that is Vers, uh, Viz, Viz Lantern Glows, and V likes herself. I like myself a lot, I guess. I think... Aaron likes herself, and I like Aaron. She likes me. But more importantly than that, Kit likes Kitself. And I just may throw up. But I'll talk to you here tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.